The following is a story called My Career in the News Business. It was written as an installment for my StoryWorth project. It's about my first job and the life lessons I learned along the way. Sometime around 1960, I began my career in business. I was gladly working as a 12-year-old paperboy, a carrier for the New York Star-Ledger. This was my first job and the real-life classroom on how to make money and work for a boss. My boss, the local circulation manager, was Mr. Dans, who was like a coach for a team of child laborers. Along with babysitting, acting, and family farming, having a paper route has been one of the few regular jobs that the federal government exempts from the child labor laws. This is the heyday of print journalism. All families relied on the newspaper as the single most informative and trustworthy source of information. Television and radio, of course, were also important, but newspapers delivered a long, dependable, and regular flow of detailed national, regional, and local news that you could choose to read when you wanted. Newspaper outlets were like nodes on the information network of the day. It seemed like delivering the news on my bike was a pretty important job as well as profitable and fun. Getting hired. Back then, most families would either buy the paper at a local corner store or subscribe to home delivery. In the 1950s and 60s, it seemed preteen and early teenage boys would deliver most newspapers, including morning and afternoon papers. The newspapers advertised for carriers as a way to earn some money and to be independent. Parents agreed and encouraged their kids to take on a paper route. The paper route taught a young kid lessons in responsibility, accounting, customer service, sales, and marketing. Best of all, most of the time you were independent and you were on your own as long as you lived up to your responsibilities. Learning customer service. Every day, a bundle of 50 Star Ledger newspapers were dropped at the curb in front of my house in the middle of the night or very early in the morning with a thud. With newspapers to deliver in the morning before school, I would get up early at 6 a.m., break open a bundle, and start folding or rubber banding each newspaper. There was an arc to a simple fold when the weather was good and the paper was of a reasonable size. There was a feel and a smell to the damp news that was evident in the newsprint left on your hands. If the weather was bad, we wrapped the paper in wax paper. The use of plastic bags came much later. For Sunday, early sections had to be assembled for the latest news that was to arrive Sunday morning. Sunday papers were usually an inch or more thick, and so they required a special attention and more delivery time. Developing job skills. The key to a successful newspaper boy route was preparation and developing a good toss. Because newspapers were so popular, your route would usually be in your neighborhood or close by with maybe a third to 50% of the houses as your customers. It was my responsibility to get up early enough to deliver the newspaper before everyone was out the door. Come rain or come shine, no one wanted a late newspaper or one that landed too far away from the front door or one that was wet. Failure to deliver under these standards could affect tips or worse yet, a complaint from my boss, the circulation manager. The toss was like a zen-like skill that could be honed to perfection. It required executing the principles of balance, aerodynamics, centrifugal force, 
wind adjustments, and deadly aim. While riding and steering the bike with one hand, you would grab a single newspaper and perform a toss across your body, thus causing a backhand spin so that the paper would float to the stairs near the front door. If done properly, it was a thing of beauty and a gratifying experience. Driving the delivery vehicle. Most of the time, my black Columbia Cruiser bike with fenders and a big basket was all I needed. As soon as all papers were bound or folded, I'd load up the bike and head out to work. Bad or cold weather could be an obstacle and often would require my father to drive me around in his two-tone 1955 Ford before he went to work. You had to get to know your customers and often their particular service requests, like where to deliver the newspaper and which customer got the paper on certain days, like weekdays or Sundays. Collecting for the boss. Near the end of the week was collection day. I'm pretty sure I collected every couple weeks or maybe it was monthly, but it was by personal visit to each customer. I would carry around a large ring binder with one card for each customer, and I would punch a hole for the weeks paid by that customer as I collected the cash. On Saturday afternoon, Mr. Dance would come by to pick up the payments I had collected along with discussing problem customers, any complaints that might have come to him, and any new contests that were coming up to to get new subscribers to sign up. I was paid only by the number of customers I had and collected. Hey, looking back at this now, it seems a whole lot like a junior bookie operation working for the Star Ledger gang. I remember Mr. Dance as being a nice guy, but there was a certain amount of intimidation as a kid answering to an adult of authority. Getting paid. In the newspaper business, it was customary to give tips, but papers were not expensive. As I remembered it, we earned about $20 to $30 a week between a a fee per paper delivered and tips. You could uh, lay out your customer cards and count your money, less your tips in front of Mr. Dance and officially get paid. It was enough to be proud and make a small profit after considering expenses. You also learned that no one delivering newspapers was going to make a fortune, but you did learn some business skills, a few life lessons, and a way to buy a few things on your own and learn how to save money. Witnessing the extinction. There's been a cultural change over the years. What used to be an admirable job for a young kid began to be seen as potentially dangerous. Children's freedoms have become more restricted. Perhaps more as was given to them rather than requiring them to earn it. At least in any case, it would be rare to see a child delivering newspapers these days. Selling cookies or popcorn is the extent of our early real life work experiences that we permit today. But beyond the cultural uh, change, the internet has been the uh, major disruptor of uh, paper-based news. Today, most news publishing companies rely on subscription services, websites, and online advertising. The change in the public's choice of media has caused print and ad spending to move to online advertising and news news resources given to uh, the online stories. Meanwhile, the world of home delivery has changed too. We are consuming less print media and have less of a need for an actual newspaper to be delivered. The Star Ledger in 1960 cost just 10 cents per daily and 25 cents per Sunday edition at the newsstand. 
and that didn't change till 1980. In 1960, the typical delivery customer was paying something like a dollar or two per week. Today, the newsstand cost is at least $3 per daily and $5 per Sunday with much less content. The paper is now owned by uh, the Advanced Local Media LLC company, which promotes NJ.com as its digital partner, preferring to promote a newspaper and virtual home delivery subscription, which costs about $500 a year. Now, that's a lot of money for news to be delivered to you. If you choose to receive a physical newspaper, chances are it would be delivered by a man or a woman throwing a paper out of a car window randomly in the wee hours whom you would never even expect to meet. While there are plenty of reasons, including environmental ones, that make the old model unworkable today, there are also plenty of reasons that we should have thought more about what we lost in automating our news. Today's mishmash of online neighborhoods and social networks fracture the delivery of local and regional news. We now have to find where the news is and choose only the news we want. Our sources are no longer unbiased or even represent a higher ideal of truth. Are we getting more information delivered to us or are we less informed than we were 60 years ago? And so it goes. My career in the news business lasted a few years, but helped me build an interest in business and an entrepreneurial spirit, which lasts until today. Uh, today, it seems that the only news job a young adult can participate in is creating content for YouTube. That may seem strange, but it's where the eyeballs, fun, and excitement are these days. As we move beyond the printing press, let us remember those heady days when newspapers were the boss.